our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today is Monday, which means today we are bringing you Sticky Money Mondays, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation that you're in. Whether your ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk. We are ready to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. You are joined today with retired nice girl Sim, and with me is expert mean friend Sonia, the friend who tells you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. Sonia, we have a really, really sticky, super sticky, stickier than the lip gloss that I'm wearing right now, money situation today. Dear Sim and Sonia, my boyfriend is a student and he's been living with me for nearly two years without paying rent. Because he's, sorry, you're already shaking your head. Sonia has not seen these yet, so just a disclaimer. So he's been living with me for nearly two years without paying rent because he can't afford it. I keep a detailed account of bills and what he owes me in that respect for the time that he's been here. But I should have also agreed with him that sh- that he should be contributing to rent. I don't know if it's too late to add it to the table and ask him to retrospectively pay rent or simply treat him staying as a favor and forego any contributions. Initially, he was meant to stay for a few months, but for various reasons, his PhD took much longer than expected and there are also mental health issues involved. I do feel resentful often and sometimes that resentment makes me toxic, which is not good for either of us. He is now looking for jobs as his PhD is done, but we've recently spoken about the need for him to move soon, even if he hasn't found a job yet. Anyway, this is my sticky money situation. Please help. I thought this for me, I thought this was just going to be a clear cut. Dump him. We can't start every situation like that. And I won't because that was my initial, see that that was my initial reaction. But now that I've had pro- like time to process what she's said and as she's provided more context, it's a little bit more tricky to work through. I think it's good that you had a conversation about like utilities and bills and it sounds like he's contributing his share for those things and you asking if rent should be included in that. It should have, sis. It should have 
being included in that. And maybe at the time you made that decision because you were comfortable, because when you first went into it, he was only supposed to be there for a wee while and it's just extended. I think asking him to pay retrospectively might be tricky because I think you've just worked out that it's been an issue for you. And I don't think it's totally fair to be like, hey, we didn't agree on this at the start. And even when there was a change in circumstances, so he was extending his stay, maybe it should have been brought up then. Like, hey, you're staying for longer. Can you start paying rent now? I think that would have been good timing, but I don't think it's totally fair to ask him to pay for previous months because now that you've reflected, it's an issue. I think it should have been brought up out of fairness because he doesn't know that you're feeling that way and he doesn't know how much of a detriment it's causing you and your finances because for him, if he's already contributing to his utilities, he might be completely peace of mind like, wow, she's allowing me to sort through my mental health, go through these PhD ups and downs, pay my fair shares of bills and he's happy to cover rent and it's really hard to like be in that position and then when you come in with hey you need to pay me back for six months of rent that might be a little bit overwhelming I am very surprised that I'm saying this I was just gonna say this is the most kindest Sonia has ever been to a man's financial situation you went from dump him to like maybe he's going through it and he wouldn't have come across these ideas that's a good point though I completely agree with would I want to ask for money back for the last couple of months absolutely but would it be the fair thing to do for someone who is studying and was just under the impression that you know maybe they're paying for like dinners every now and again or paying for like coffee but not paying rent I think to backlog rent would be rough but does that mean that this should continue Absolutely not. So I want to get into that. No person should feel entitled to living at your home for free for years or for like many, many, many months. I get that he's a student. I get that he's doing a PhD. And I, by all means, completely understand the complexity and the stress that PhDs provide. And I'm sure he is very grateful for you financing that for him. And, you know, couples do tend to have these relationships sometimes where one person is studying and the other person is happy to pick up the slack. And it sounds like you've done that for a while, but there's nothing wrong with being like, okay, I've done kind of my charity work here. Sorry to call it that. Like I've done what I need to, to like make sure he's comfortable. But now that it's starting to affect you and your finances, there is nothing wrong with sitting down and saying, I changed my mind. We need to talk about rent. A hundred percent. I think you've positioned yourself quite well in terms of timing moving forwards. He's trying to find a job. He's just finishing up his PhD. He can cover those costs himself. And I don't think you're coming across any type of way by mentioning, hey, this is what I've done for you for the past few months. I'm in a position where it is going to be an issue for me. You you pay your own rent. You guys are grown you know, you're not coming out of high school. He's got his PhD. Like he should be able to critically think and understand that. His frontal cortex has developed. 25. I'm loving it right now. My frontal cortex now, like being 25, I just feel like I'm so much wiser. 
For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone, and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Shut up. Did we fight in America or not? And you're attributing that because your prefrontal cortex has fully developed now. Have we not bickered from the time that America has ended? We went to America in March. Like end of March, beginning April. So you're saying to the audience that we have not fought since then. No, I'm saying I'm using my frontal cortex so much more than I have in the past. I am so much wiser. I let things go. I never used to let things go. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the men. I want to pick up on one thing that you have said in your message to us, which was, is it too late to add rent to the table? And that one, that just stood out to me in like bold text and I just want to mention it is never too late to ask someone to pay rent. If you have done a favor for someone, whether it be letting them live at your home for free, letting them like borrow your car for free, you know, financing something in their lives, you don't, when you start that, it's not a forever thing. Like I don't think any human being expects that they're going to be able to have a sweet deal that was meant to last a couple of months, last four years. I just think deep down, and I'm speaking on his behalf, so maybe he doesn't, but I reckon deep down, he knows that we agreed that this was going to be a couple of months. And he's like, damn, I've been here a lot longer than a couple of months and she still hasn't charged me rent. When is that conversation coming up? I'm sure he has thought about it. And I do not think it is too late to go, hey, babe, let's go out for dinner. I want to have a conversation about our living situation and what's coming up next. And this is how word to word I would phrase it. You have been living at my home as my PhD studying smart man, right? This is context. So we're at dinner. The first meal has arrived. I've like eased you into it. This is how I'm going to say it, okay? I'm psyching myself up. It's a hard conversation to have. You can see the fear in her eyes and the nerves. That's called method acting. I am nervous because I don't know how you're going to take it. Okay, babe, I have loved that you have studied so hard you've achieved your dreams you're literally a doctor now that's impressive dr sonia like i'm so happy that i was able to be a part of your journey and support you through this time i've had a lot of fun living together and i know it was only meant to last like a couple of months and obviously it's been great that we've gotten to spend more quality time together and now 
moving forward, I just want to have a conversation about our living situation. So I know you are looking for a new job and you're possibly looking to like maybe get your own place later down the track. But I want to talk about the fact that I'm starting to financially get a little bit affected with this living situation. Like obviously love you being here, but I think at this point, I would really appreciate if we could talk about maybe you paying like a board or or some rent, just like whatever market rent is. I just feel like it's really important to me that like I'm taken care of with my own financial situation. And while I've been happy to support you, this has obviously gone on a lot longer than expected. I think for me, that's too much like maybe this, maybe that. And then you go back and forth between like, well, I have supported you. Now is the time. Like, I think you can definitely make it clearer. You would preface the conversation. I have loved supporting you on this journey. And I'm so happy that I was able to provide that for as long as we did, even with the extended stays. Moving forward, this is what needs to happen because it's affecting me. Sonia, so there's two ways you can do this, basically. Yeah. You can do Sonia's clear-cut way, and I guess it depends. I think that's empathy and care. I think that's strict, but there's nothing wrong with it. And if he is the kind of guy that would deal well with just being told straight away, that's awesome. But I feel like this person is reaching out to us because maybe he isn't, and she's not sure how to that's, bring it that's up. That's an assumption, though, so we've given them two options. So we've given them two options, and I would personally say take mine. It's hard to live at someone's house and kind of feel indebted to them and then have them kind of bring that up and be like, I paid for you. I looked after you. Now start paying. Yeah. But it's even worse when you've given like mixed messages. And then at the end of it, he could be like, so what needs to happen? I feel like it's important to state that no part of what's happened, you regret. You make him feel like you're happy to have done what's happened. It's gone on longer, but now let's talk about. And, And the thing is the way I phrase it, is it's not me saying, okay, now pay up. It's let's have a chat about how this is going to look moving forward. I'd like to talk about you paying for rent and kind of leads it back to him to then go either, okay, yep, I agree, or I'm not sure if I want to do that. And then the conversation is, well, I can't have you living here for free. So maybe I might have to give you like a notice. I feel like that's why I said, but with a little bit more direction. I just think if you're, if you know what you want to happen, why try turn it into a coaching conversation with a grown human being who has a PhD and can critically think? And you're in a public space and in <laughs> in a restaurant. I think if it's going to be a back and forth and it's almost painful that he's not getting the message that this is what you want to happen, like why why play ball when you can be like this is what needs to happen. Like I need you to pay rent because it's starting to affect me. Okay. I think we can agree to disagree and say that you have now two different ways to have this conversation, but I want to go back to one other thing that you mentioned in your message, which is that you were starting to feel resentful towards him. And that's when you know that you need to have a conversation because this is like my life theory with whether it be friendships whether it be family, whether it be anything, colleagues, if something happens and it starts to make me feel resentful towards that person, that is when I have to tell them. Because sometimes things happen and you're like, you know what, that was kind of annoying, but like whatever, I'll let it go. As soon as resentment comes up, that means your relationship is being affected. And it's being affected because you're not feeling comfortable enough to confront them. And so you are sitting here resentful, upset, poorer, 
with not having this money and this man has no clue and it's not fair on you it's not fair it's not fair on him either when you have a conversation about the fact that you're feeling this way it gives him an opportunity to one change his behavior and act accordingly and it gives him a chance to kind of redeem himself in your book so you no longer feel that resentment that's a good place to wrap it up i would say book that dinner date tell him you're proud of his phd and then lay it down because you deserve to be in a relationship with someone where you can say hey look i have been kind and you have been here rent free which is a bloody good deal for anyone especially a student but i want to change that circumstance and if someone truly is in a respectful relationship with you they will be aware that they have been at your place rent free for a really long time and it's time to pay up simple as that if you have a sticky money situation that you want answered email us a voice memo at hello at girls at invest.com or just a text with the title sticky money story and you may just be featured in next week's episode to finish off our disclaimer so girls at invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs we are not financial advisors the advice from girls that invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision advice from girls that invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances always do your research and please use your due diligence